name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome, friends, to Pointing to the Saviour of the World on this third Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year B. Brothers and sisters, no one wants to be criticised, not especially if it is with an acid tongue. But now and again, we all need a Jonah in our lives, someone who will come along and shake things up, someone who will nudge us and say, hey, you are doing it wrong. I fell foul to this just recently. The three readings today are doing exactly that. They all underline our absolute need of repentance and our immediate need for a prompt response to God's call to change our ways, to repent. In the first reading, we hear how God converts Jonah and gives him the unpleasant task of pointing out to the people of Nineveh their failings. The wicked people of Nineveh accepted Jonah's message and promptly responded to God's call to change their ways. In the second reading, Paul urges the Christian community in Corinth to lose no time in accepting the message of the gospel and in renewing their lives with repentance because Jesus' second coming may occur at any time. In today's gospel, Jesus arrives in Galilee after John the Baptist's arrest and began preaching and telling people the time has come and challenging them to repent and believe the good news. Dear friends, who has God our Creator placed in your lives, in my life, in the role of Jonah? Do we have the grace of open ears and hearts to receive the message? Are we redeemable? What is your response? Oh, that today you would listen to his voice, harden not your hearts. A reading from the prophet Jonah. The word of the Lord was addressed to Jonah. Up, he said, go to Nineveh, the great city, and preach to them as I told you to. Jonah set out and went to Nineveh in obedience to the word of the Lord. Now, Nineveh was a city great beyond compare. It took three days to cross it. Jonah went on into the city, making a day's journey. He preached in these words, 
only 40 days more and Nineveh is going to be destroyed. And the people of Nineveh believed in God. They proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least. God saw their efforts to renounce their evil behaviour and God relented. He did not inflict on them the disaster which he had threatened. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, make me know your ways. Lord, make me know your ways. Lord, make me know your ways. Lord, teach me your paths. Make me walk in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Saviour. Lord, make me know your ways. Remember your mercy, Lord, and the love you have shown from of old. In your love remember me, because of your goodness, O Lord. Lord, make me know your ways. The Lord is good and upright. He shows the path to those who stray. He guides the humble in the right path. He teaches his way to the poor. Lord, make me know your ways. A reading from the first letter of Saint Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers, our time is growing short. Those who have wives should live as though they had none, and those who mourn should live as though they had nothing to mourn for. Those who are enjoying life should live as though there were nothing to laugh about. Those whose life is buying things should live as though they had nothing of their own. And those who have to deal with the world should not become engrossed in it. I say this because the world as we know it is passing away. The Word of the Lord Thanks be to God. Alleluia, Alleluia. The kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the good news. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory be to you, O Lord. After John had been arrested, Jesus went into Galilee. There he proclaimed the good news from God. The time has come 
he said, and the kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the good news. As he was walking along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net in the lake. For they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you into fishers of men. And at once they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in their boat, mending their nets. He caught them at once, and, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the men he employed, they went after him. The Gospel of the Lord Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear friends in Christ, from a very young age, people begin to have ideas, serious thoughts about their future, what vocation, occupation, personal careers they might like to pursue, whether or not they would like to get married and have children. But what most people never consider is what God wants them to do, what God's plan for their life might be. Sometimes God laughs at us and he surprises us. He intervenes in our plans for our own lives and just nudges us into or towards a different direction. He points us to that we are doing wrong and where we are going wrong. We see such intervention in the first reading where God commanded Jonah to go and preach to the people of Nineveh. To preach conversion to them. But Jonah was a reluctant prophet. He resisted God in every way possible. Something that a lot of us do. Yet God intervened with a storm. Potential shipwreck. And a great sea monster. Eventually, as God always does, he gets his way. The Ninevites received the grace of repentance after the converted Jonah himself does the will of God. Today's gospel is about following Jesus. To do so, the fishermen Andrew and his brother Simon 
had to leave their boats behind. So the gospel is also about having the courage to be free to leave behind whatever may be holding us back from responding to the call of God, the call of Jesus. This could be our hobbies, our jobs, our ego, our pride, even our families. Yes, our families. As in Luke 14, chapter 14, verse 26, Jesus says, If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Well, I don't think Jesus is telling us to hate our families, literally, because that will go against what he preached um, against. But what he's saying here is not literal hate, but that we ensure that Jesus is not put under our plans and our priorities, that Jesus must be put above all the things that we value in life. Jesus is calling us to be committed to doing God's will, whatever the circumstances of our life. We hear Jesus renewing his own commitment to this right up to the end. As in the agony, he prays, not my will, but yours be done. Following Jesus means learning from him to have the same commitment. To want what God is inspiring us to be and so to do it and to be willing to let everything go that gets in the way of doing it constitutes the essence of being a disciple of Jesus. It requires three things of us. Firstly, we need to trust God. We need to believe that God is love and wants for us what is best, however difficult or painful this may be. If we lack this trust, we will never be able to leave behind what gives us security and dare a journey that takes us into the unknown. Secondly, we need to learn to live our life with an attentive heart, listening for the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. What the Holy Spirit of love is revealing to us as God's will for us in the various circumstances of our lives. Thirdly, we need the courage to free our hearts from what proves an obstacle to following what we are being inspired to do. Dear friends, we need to appreciate our call to become Christ's disciples. Every one of us is called by God both individually and collectively as a parish community, as a Christian group, as a nation to continue Jesus' mission of preaching the good news of God's kingdom and healing the sick. We are called individually 
to a way of life or a vocation, a religious commitment as a priest, a deacon, a missionary, a religious sister or a brother, a marriage partner, a single person, plus a particular occupation rising from our talents, be it medicine, law, teaching, healing, writing, art, music, building, carpentry, homemaking, child rearing, and you name it. Our own unique vocation should enable us to become what God wants us to be. As St. Francis Sales puts it, we are, we are expected to bloom where we are planted. Dear friends, God is always calling us to something special and unique. God has something for us in every encounter with people, with the activities of this world and with nature itself. What is important is that we become less attached to the things of this world, that we relinquish our grasp on ungodly things, that we ask for the guidance of the Holy Spirit in every decision we make, that we understand that God created everyone in his image, that he loves even our worst enemies, those who use their acid tongue on us, those who are vile to us, that he forgives us no matter what we have done if we say sorry, that he calls us to far more than what our world here can offer. So friends, let us pray today that we can become more than we presently are. May we be open to every whisper of God in our hearts and in our souls. And may we ultimately inherit the kingdom that Jesus came to establish, the kingdom of heaven. Jesus shows us the love of God our Father with confidence in this love we turn to him with our prayers. For the leaders of the church, God our Creator, console them to serve with wonder and praise. May they reveal to us all the beauty of your call and vocation. Lord, in your mercy, for the unity of all Christians, God our Father, help all the baptized to find common ground upon which to build your kingdom here on earth. May the integrity of our life in Christ be made known to all the earth. Lord, in your mercy, 
for transparency and courage in our political systems. God, our Redeemer, help us to unify in our efforts to serve the common good. May harmony become our way of life so to ease bickering and arrogance. Lord, in your mercy. Let us pray for the courage to leave behind all things that keep us from Christ. Jesus, our brother, help us to cast sin, heartache and anxiety into the wind and listen closely to your loving call to us. May we hear your voice and follow your call unreservedly. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for our brothers and sisters who survive on the streets. May people who live outside find the consolation of our service and the safety of a new shelter. God, provide for them warmth, love and protection in the night time. Lord, in your mercy. Let us pray for a new vision of service within the church, the body of Christ. Holy Spirit of truth, help us to listen carefully to people who bear the weight of depression, mental ill health and despair. May hope and grace flourish among them and among us. Lord, in your mercy. Let us pray for our elderly confined to hospitals and nursing homes. God our Saviour, please provide healing for people who have lost family connections and satisfying relationships. May the love that we provide protect them in the lonely night time. Lord, in your mercy. Let us pray for people who are ill and in desperate need of healing and consolation. May we lift up to God the names of our loved ones who most need mercy and compassion at this moment. Lord, in your mercy. Let us pray for our beloved dead. May our loved ones who have died in Christ now find true freedom and home in the presence of Jesus, God the Father, the Holy Spirit, the angels and the saints in heaven. And now for our own personal intentions and the intentions of those who have asked us to pray for them. Mm -hmm. 
We now ask Mary, our mother, to intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Heavenly Father, you know each one of us and all our needs. Help us always to recognise and respond to your call. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you for joining us, brothers and sisters, to pray and to listen to the word of God. Please continue to like, share and subscribe to our channels and videos. We ask you to have a peaceful and joyous celebration of the third Sunday of Ordinary Time Year B. Let us finish like we began. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.